Welcome to episode 575 of the show. Today is another out and about recording day, so that will explain for the traffic in the background and any other noise that you hear. Now today on episode 575, we're going to be looking at the question, is SWOT analysis and pest analysis any good? Now the reason why I decided to tackle this question today is not because it was a question that I was asked, well, because I received an email from one of my banks, uh, GTB, that's Guarantee Trust uh, Bank. Uh, that's for those of you who are not Nigerians, that's what GTB stands for. And in the email uh, they sent, they, uh, some of the stuff that they said we should pay attention to in 2023, uh, SWOT and PEST analysis as a means for growing our businesses uh, this coming year. So I figured uh, might as well do an episode about it. Because if I receive that email, then I'm sure that there are other people in my space, uh, people who have uh, small and medium scale um, businesses uh, who are receiving this email and they might think that SWOT and pest analysis um, are a good way to go. Now, some of you listening to this might not be familiar with these terms. Um, SWOT, that is S-W-O-T, uh, an acronym, and then uh, PEST, P-E-S-T. Now, there are acronyms that stand for, uh, SWOT stands for Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. So let me repeat that, SWOT, Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. While PEST is Political, Economic, Social, and Technological. Again, PEST, Political, Economic, Social, and Technological. Now, these are business management um, methods or tools uh, that have been developed for corporations um, so that um, you can check your operations and be much more competitive in the market. And basically the idea behind this, uh, behind it is this. So if a corporation, you want to make sure that you have a good handle on what your strengths are um, as a business, you want to be paying attention to what the weaknesses you have internally. Then you also have to look externally to the market, see what the opportunities are for growth and development, and you also should be paying attention to your competition or uh, any other uh, person or factor that could be a threat. While past analysis is concerned with the political environment, the economic environment, the social environment, and technological advances or technological trends out there, so those are things that you should be paying attention to. And on the surface of it, it does make sense that yes, we should be paying attention to what our strengths are as a business. We should be looking out for our weaknesses. We should be trying to get a sense of what opportunities are out there and trying to mitigate the threats that are there. And then we should also have a handle on where things are going politically, economically, socially, and technologically. Now, how do you use these tools? You use it by, first of all, you create, you create a matrix. So for those of us who are uh, Nigerians, you remember in primary school, we're doing our math um, or social studies and you create a matrix you just draw a simple cross across the blackboard so one line down one line across you do that on a sheet of paper and in each grid you're going to assign um, each of the initials so you're going to write strengths in one grid weaknesses in another grid um, opportunities in another grid and then uh, threats in another grid if you're using pest then of course it's going to be politics economic social technological so create the matrix you also want to be sure that you have the right people in the room um, you know, there are people in the room, um, let's see, whether you need uh, your GM to be there uh, or which member of staff uh, needs to be right there. But basically, you need to make sure they have the right participants because if you don't have the right participants, you're going to get the wrong information. And then you go about plotting everything out. List your strengths, list your weaknesses, identify opportunities, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
And then at the end of the whole thing, you're supposed to look at the matrix and then see what connections you can make. For instance, with these strengths that you have, how can you use that to take advantages of opportunities in the market? And um, to see how this plays out, you'd have to look at a, um, a live case study being done for you to appreciate the beauty or the simplicity um, of this um, system. So if you currently, if you still have a 95, let's say you're still in corporate, you work for a bank, uh, yeah, let's say you work for a GTB or um, let's see what else. Anyway, so you work for a bank, you work for an insurance carrier or wherever. I'm sure in your organization, you guys are going to have a SWOT analysis sometime soon. Make sure you sit in on the meeting, you see how it is executed, and you can now do that for your um, business as well. Um, okay, so now the central question. Uh, since this was sent to me, um, an SME operator, small and medium-scale enterprise um, operator, is it any good for small businesses is uh, PEST and SWOT, are they good for starting businesses, are they good for hustlers, or are they good for entrepreneurial type um, businesses? So one thing to point out is that these were created as tools for big corporations. So with that uh, in mind, maybe it's not the best sort of thing for um, those of us who are uh, starting out. Because early business traction um, early business um, progress depends on being customer focused and not us focused because these tools especially for SWOT has, has us doing a lot of navel gazing and paying attention to us and not necessarily uh, the customer and of course by the time you become um, a big corporation then yes you should be paying attention to PEST you should be paying attention to the political environment uh, economic, social and technological so if you're at the level of Dangote, for instance, uh, Nigerian um, industrialist and billionaire, yes, then political movements, economic shifts, uh, social and technological trends, all those things are important. But a lot of us are not at that stage yet, and so PEST is probably not a good tool for us to be paying attention to, and neither is, um, neither is SWOT. So the main questions that we should be uh, paying attention to um, it shouldn't be opportunities or weakness in the market per se. We shouldn't be looking at political or technological trends per se. Or rather, we should be using the simple everyday tools, customer-focused tools that we've been discussing on this podcast and that you can find on um, any uh, blog or uh, podcast uh, or whatever that is more tailored to people who are in the early stage of business. So number one, we should be concerned with product market fit and market validation. And that's the whole process of making sure that people find our products or services useful. If people don't find our product or service useful, if there's no market validation, no product market fit, we're going to be out of business very quickly. So in the early days, the focus is on trying to see how we can roll out and validate the idea. The old example that I've given on the podcast still applies. If you're a wedding photographer, you like black and white photography, then that's your central question. The first uh, few uh, days or months of you being in business, you're just trying to answer that question. Do people value black and white photography? If people don't, you're in the wrong line of business. Uh, go and do something else. Um, and so, um, yeah, that's it. So it's not about your idea, but you need to make sure that there's fit and that there's market validation for the idea. The second question, customer satisfaction. Are the customers happy? Are they happy with the black and white wedding photography that they have received? If you keep forcing it on people and you think your stuff looks nice, but everybody's unhappy because the bride thinks, I spent 250,000 naira for that dress and I wanted the colors to pop and you've made everything black and white, you know, if they're unhappy, then 
uh, you're in trouble. So customer satisfaction, the next question. And then the question after that, customer success. Did they achieve the product, the service, the brand promise? The promise that was offered at the beginning, did they achieve it? So if someone came to you because they wanted um, high-end, uh, sophisticated um, um, photography, and that is what you promised across all your marketing channels and in your conversations, then at the end of the day, did they um, achieve that? Because if you submit that whole black and white thing and they think it's elegant, yes, but they think it's a little too artsy-fartsy, uh, they wanted something high-end, yes, but maybe much more practical, then uh, you don't have customer success um, on your hands. So those are the three main things that we should be paying attention to. Not SWOT and not PEST, but rather product market fit, market validation. Has the market given us a green light that this is a good idea? Customer satisfaction. Are people happy with the product or the service? And then customer success. Uh, did we can the customer say yes that they got the promise that we made out to them in the beginning and of course we also should be paying attention to uh, CRM use that is um, customer relationship management tools uh, and for those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a while you know my own philosophy on this you don't have to go out and uh, buy a HubSpot or Salesforce or any of those things now you can use your phone your calendar and the simple tools already available uh, on Google those would be fine for now at this stage of business so you have to be very good at um, uh, using that to nurture relationships just so you have a finger on the pulse on uh, how the product is doing how the service is doing and then how it affects the customer so those are the things that we should be paying attention to rather than SWAT and rather than PEST um, well for me one of the main reasons why I think early business owners shouldn't pay attention to PEST or SWOT analysis is because in the beginning, it doesn't give you um, clear next steps. Because sometimes people sit down and we draw the matrix and we come up with wonderful um, insight about what the strengths of our business is, what the weakness is, uh, what the opportunities are, what the threats are. But then there's nothing that tells you, okay, with all this information that we have gathered, what is the next step? Being customer-focused, on the other hand, tells you what the next step is. If the market doesn't validate your product, then you now know that, okay, it's time to change to something else or it's time to kill this idea. If you achieve product market uh, fit and uh, the market says it's a good idea, but then customers are unhappy, you know what the next step is. You have to ask customers, what are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? What do you think we can change? And uh, the next step becomes uh, much more apparent. So paying attention to customer-focused um, ideas give you next clear steps. You don't have, you know, you don't need an MBA for these sorts of things. You don't have to be too smart. It's something that everybody can execute. Whether you're the woman that sells um, Akara or uh, you're like Moabudu, uh, the woman who is in control of, um, uh, what's that thing called? She owns her own TV network. I can't remember um, what it is. Although, by the time you get to that um, level, you know, you have your own TV station. Uh, if you're one of those types, you become a TV magnet, then yes, you should be paying attention to uh, PEST in particular. That's um, uh, political trends, economic, uh, what else? P politics, economics, then S and T, social and then technological, yes. Uh, so what was that? Okay, and then sometimes this requires too much guesswork because it's us trying to figure out what to do when we're talking about PEST or SWAT. But if we're dealing with customers, that's not guesswork, that is research because they are telling us yes or no, uh, good or bad, left or right, pink or black. You know, it's not guesswork, we're getting research. 
and um, let's see what else oh and then the uh, funny thing is when you talk to customers you actually do keep your finger on the pulse and you actually do get a sense of changing trends in the market the economy and the technology because if you're talking to your customers now every day every week every month you're going to be able to see that oh it looks like these are trends coming up in fashion or the economy seems to be heading this way or technology seems to be heading that way so um, another advantage of being customer focused anyway is that you do get all the information you need on the strengths of your businesses the weaknesses of your businesses because they will tell you what you're doing right what you could do better you're also going to get a sense of what the opportunities are out there because they are moving to your competition or whatever and you're also going to be able to know when things are changing politically economically socially or uh, with the technology that uh, undergirds your businesses and so this is the reason why I think um, if you are a Nigerian uh, dude or lady like I am, or sorry, if you are a Nigerian like I am, because I'm not a lady, obviously, and you receive one of these emails about SWOT pest uh, and all these other uh, business management um, tools and things like that. So they're good. You should know what they are. Pay attention to them because eventually your business is going to get to that stage where these things will be important for you. But in the beginning, uh, in the beginning, the early days, we should be focusing on um, customer uh, customer focus tools those are the things that will uh, get us some um, traction and get the business going so thanks for listening to episode 575 i'll catch you guys at the next episode tomorrow on episode 576 so you all have a wonderful day and um, i'll catch you at the next episode <laughs>